Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show number 163. For each week, we have a different story and we talk about it. Could be a movie, a comic, an anime, a manga, all, all sorts of things. Uh, we rate it, we watch it, we come back here and talk about it. This week is a little bit different, though. It is our end of the month special. Uh, which means we are continuing our coverage of uh, one story unto the end of the, the, the whole thing. So here we are mm-hmm. talking about season two of Dark, Ger- uh, Netflix's German time travel show. Uh, and man, I am so excited to talk about <laughs> this show today. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa. Hello, Kyle. How are you this How's... weekend? I'm, I'm doing okay. I, um, had an, an interesting thing with my groceries. I, I've been uh-huh. getting them delivered, uh, and they, like, didn't deliver half of the things that I b- b- bought. They just, like, didn't show up. They said they had them, all that stuff. But then they also sent hmm. me things that I didn't buy. And oh. it, it, it was like, well, did I get someone else's thing by mistake? But no, like all of this stuff was still labeled as like, hey, this is what you b- bought. But I didn't and I didn't get half of the stuff. So it was, it, it, it was sh- 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 strange. But that was, I think, like the most exciting, eventful <laughs> thing that happened <laughs> to me. <laughs> so. There you go. How are you, though? I'm doing good. I've had a fine weekend. I've gotten to enjoy sunshine and enjoy rain. (laughs) Go out to dinner, drink a cocktail, watch a movie. It's been a fine time. Good stuff. That's that sounds relaxing. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, I mentioned we are here to talk about season two of Dark. Uh, This is a favorite of mine. Uh, I highly recommend it if you guys have not seen it yet. But if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Go watch season one. And then you can also go watch our coverage of season one that we did last Mm -hmm. month. Uh, And next month, we will do season three, the third and final season of Dark. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm so excited to talk about the (laughs) the next one because I've seen season one at least three times now maybe four (laughs) and this is only my second time seeing season two and three um okay so it it is like me going back in watching knowing what happens but still being like still still discovering new things that's like oh i missed that that's cool like all you know, all 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 of that stuff. There. So, spoiler-free thoughts first, Melissa. What did you think of season two of Dark? I liked where season two went. I one of the concerns of the show is that it is dark. It is what the title says on the tin. There's oh yeah. There's uh practically uh no fun or smiling. Don't know if I've ever heard a character laugh. It's incredibly grim. But season two, we do get a flashback to a happier time, which I found incredibly valuable. 
and sure, the yeah. time travel and the time travel nonsense gets almost preposterous enough that like the tone of the show remains the same but you and your viewing experience it becomes more fun because the, the, everything is so bold now yeah <laughs> yeah it's um it's so season two i believe is the show's highest rated season uh on ah. rotten tomatoes this got a 100 percent on the tomato meter and is still at that uh and mm. season three is sitting at a 97 uh so they're, oh, they're that's both fine they're both yeah they're both like super high but uh yeah i i really enjoyed this show when i was watching it last year i i was going through it being like okay this is kind of what i ex- expected like this is a nice prog- progression of the series uh and then they hit you with something at the end like right at the end and i was just like what what the hell yeah. what is going on um and i i loved it like i i think at the time i i if i'm not mistaken i was on the phone with my girlfriend as i was watching it and then she 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 heard me heard me like freaking out and be like what's wrong what's going on i was like no i'm watching the show it's great it's amazing but i just didn't expect this um Mm -hmm. and i i I think yeah now having gone into season two i i think the show does a really really good job of like establishing not, not necessarily a pattern um or not necessarily a set of rules, but a structure for for you to mm-hmm. follow and in in which to understand it, and then they slowly add more to it, and then they slowly t- yeah. take away things. So it's not like this big. It's 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 not chaos that that this stuff mm. is happening in, but they they yeah they they start introducing producing new concepts and then being like well that one concept that we told you about we're breaking it we're changing it mm. now we're we're gonna go do this and so i i think especially the ending of this season that is where i hear that like what the fuck moment came from for me because it was like i was expecting a certain pattern or a certain like pro aggression and then something completely outside of that happened and i was just like oh my goodness they've opened this up to so much more um so yeah i i enjoyed this a lot um again spoiler furry do you have a a a favorite character that you're you're enjoying now that we're we're (laughs) deep into season two Ah, uh, I really like 1980s Claudia. Okay. She's good. Okay. I also love Bernadette because she's a side character who just exists in town and is right. not involved in any time travel stuff. And we see her very sparingly. And I like that there's yeah. a couple people in the town who are safe from all of this nonsense. You just get to visit them every once in a while as a break. Yeah. I, um... I I still really like uh, Elizabeth. This is the yeah. the g- 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 girl who speaks in in sign language, and uh, 
yeah, I we see a little bit more of her in this one, but we see a version of her in the future. Uh, yeah, and it's, just, it's it's interesting to see like where she is from what we've seen her mostly to where she will be. Uh, and that that is like, whoa, what happened here? Yeah. What's g- g- going on? Uh, so I, I still really, really like her, her character. That one's mine. Man, yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoy this show. Um, mm-hmm. So to catch people up a little bit, uh, still trying to be spoiler furry at the moment uh, for the, the, the plot of season two, I, I feel like I would describe it more as uh, Jonas has has now yeah. been on this uh he's d- discovered this like time travel conspiracy thing that's happening within the town um he knows that uh his father was also uh Mickle Mickle Nielsen and uh so he is kind of on this journey uh, this time travel journey uh, that his future self has kind of sent him on to be like, hey, I need you to go through all the same things that I went through so that you can make the same choices that I made to get to where I mm-hmm. am now so that we can stop this whole thing. Um, and very quickly, they realize that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And... It, yeah, so they, they're they're trying to figure out what to do next. At the same time, the town is also kind of catching up. The like pr- present day version of the town is starting to discover all the interconnectedness and all the time travel and stuff like that. And they still aren't privy to everything and all of that stuff, but uh, a lot of the drama and the heart and the sadness and all all the secrets have to do with them like finding out that time travel is real or they found out two weeks ago and they didn't tell anyone and blah 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 you know and all of that stuff mm-hmm. so it's kind of a natural prog- prog- progression of where season one left off but that's that's kind of what's happening here in in the has one do you, do you do you feel like I I could say something yeah. else to <laughs> fill in? Yeah, that? yeah. Uh, Jonah Jonas is arguably the protagonist of the story. When we left him in season one, he's jumped forward another cycle. You were right when you were talking earlier about how the show has like as much time travel nonsense as it has. It's time travel nonsense along a set pattern. There's these uh-huh. repeating loops. We see the characters in um. 1953, 1986, and 2019. And like, like we're stuck in this one town in those three eras that kind of helps regiment it. And then yeah. at the end of season one, Jonas goes forward 33 years to like a, a post-apocalyptic version of the city. <laughs> and then he has to get out of there. He encounters uh, himself from the future again. And they're trying to work on a plan where they can stop everything. And there are uh, other forces that, that are trying to tell them this isn't going to work the way you think it's going to work. Yeah, indeed. 
you mentioned the post-apocalyptic future, mm. uh, which I, I guess the last thing we should say about the, the plot of the AIS one is that in the present day, uh, most of the characters don't know it, but they are kind of racing against time because the apocalypse that uh, has already ha happened in the future is about to happen. Uh, they, they have like six days. Uh, and I think mm. it's only it's only jo Jonas that like truly knows. There's a couple uh, other characters who are more involved uh, yeah. that know this, but it's it's mainly him being like, I need to stop the apocalypse. Uh, so yeah, and I, and I'll say that by the end of the season, almost everybody is now aware time travel is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like isn't that much of a spoiler because, like, uh, by the end of season two of a three-season show, yeah, that's about when that would happen. Uh, yeah. And to watch how characters learn about it and how that affects their interactions with each other is a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, okay. That is, I, I, I guess, it for all of our spoiler-free mm -hmm. thoughts and plot synopsis stuff to catch you all up. Uh, we will take a quick break for housekeeping, and we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A uh, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us Thanks, out. Sam. We appreciate it. Excuse me. Uh, we, we, uh, we appreciate it and we love you a lot. Um, yeah, it means it means a lot to to us. Uh, that being said, this week we had our our first our first annual trivia night on the captain's log and that was a lot of fun uh we did this last year as well uh so yeah. here we are back again doing it it was uh myself and melissa and ignacio uh mm -hmm. from crossplay our video game podcast uh so you guys should absolutely go check that out i got my butt whooped i am te te terrible <laughs> at trivia Spoiler alert yeah, but it, it was a lot of fun regardless. Uh, yeah, and you, you, might, you might learn something there. So who knows? I hope we you do. a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Melissa, let us go into spoilers. 
That was real choppy on my end. Yeah. Oh, well. We got the point across. We know what happened. <laughs> it happens, yeah. We're in spoilers. <laughs> Bam. Um, yeah, so I have to start with the what the fuck moment. Yes! At the end and, and here. Because this is like, I, when I was watching this l- last year, I legitimately, legitimately like sat up in my bed. I was like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> Um, right this does not seem like a place that this show would go because it's so serious (laughs) right that but like like i mentioned based on the kind of structure they've set up like Mm -hmm. they haven't really introduced the many worlds to harry and all of that stuff not to say that they that 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 they can't but it is this like (laughs) Hey, you were on this like single timeline. If you go back in time and do like it's still you're still all on the same t- t- <laughs> timeline. And and then the like the <laughs> ending of season two, uh, a major character gets shot. And, <laughs> we're talking and, about and then, different things, Kyle. I, oh, I, well, you, you, you could, no. Go ahead and There's talk so about the alternate here. dimension because I'm completely stuck on Elizabeth being her own grandmother. That's all oh, I sure. can think about. Sure, sure. That that's <laughs> that's the that's more bonkers in, in, twist in, for me. An interesting one for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, and again, I'm I'm always terrible with names. What's uh, it's her her name is Martha. Martha gets yeah. shot. Martha, why'd you say that name? Um, she gets shot and killed. And Jonas, who's on again, off again, in love with her, we're a perfect match, we're not, you're my aunt, that's weird. Uh, all, yeah. all that stuff is beside himself with, like, uh, like I, I just lost you, the apocalypse is, like, right now, I, what do I do? <laughs> and as, as he's doing that, a Martha with, a, with shorter hair and with darker <laughs> hair walks in in right. all black. <laughs> And is, is like, come with me if you want to live. Uh, and, oh my god, it's and so, she's it's perfect. It's the perfect, like, edgy goth alternate future. Absolutely. Like. Absolutely. It's great. And she <laughs> comes in and he's he's confused because he's like, but you're dead. You can't be from the future, but you never looked like that in the past. So when are you? F- 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 when are you? F- 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 from and she responds with the it's not when i'm from but what world and, and it's like yeah. it's so dumb but it's so just like this is amazing like i had no yeah. idea this show was about to go into all of this stuff um, i'm so excited to go to the goth world <laughs> right oh man it was it, i love i loved it it was so good um and one thing i do have to say that i noticed uh, this time uh-huh. they foreshadowed this moment so much in this season. They they go the the camera will pan and will stop on the spot on the floor where she dies like three oh. or four times. Uh, and then future J- Jonas, a.k.a. the stranger, I believe is what they call him or is, okay, or is what he's right, credited so as. Okay, so like the Jonas we have is like 18 years old. There's a Jonas who's like 40 years old who's called the Stranger. And then we find out there's an additional future future Jonas. Indeed, named Adam, which we'll um we'll yes. circle back around yeah. to 
in a bit. But we know that the stranger has already experienced the Hesta. And he, so he knows what's coming and what's happening. So he, he mm. already knows about the like many world stuff. And you can see him like when he's, when he's at his house, he will look at that spot and like look oh. at, like look sadly at that spot. Like, man, like that, that moment sucked. And like, and they, they, there is this, this, theme of like hey there are certain moments that will change you right and so he, mm. yeah he keeps looking at that spot and knowing that was coming i was like oh shit they foreshadowed this like the entire time this is great oh, so yeah it, it 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 was it was good so that that was the big like end of season two like what the what in the world what is going on see <laughs> Now, I have to talk about Elizabeth being her own grandmother because we yeah. learned that her mother, Charlotte, she grew up with H.G. Tanhouse, who she calls her grandfather. And then later she admits, he's not really my grandfather. He adopted me after my parents died. I never really knew my parents. They died when I was a baby. And we find out that Noah is her father. <laughs> but she, like, he doesn't tell her who her mother is. He just says, oh, your mother... You look like her. She would be so proud of you. So there's that mystery. Like now that she knows her father, she's like dying to find out who her mother is. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene in the future where post-apocalyptic adult Elizabeth has these pictures of like, we've already seen a picture of like Noah and baby Charlotte, but now she's got a picture of Noah and baby Charlotte and a, a blonde woman that I thought, oh, just looks like her because that's her grandmother. You may look like right. your grandmother. I thought that's just another blonde woman. And <laughs> she's looking at it so fondly for love for her mother. And then it finds out, no, that's that is her. That's the same blonde woman. That's also her. She's looking with fondness on her daughter, who is also her mother, because there's a we meet a young Noah in this series who's like yeah. the middle school age. He shows up in this season in a previous flashback. We go back like another cycle from like 1953 to like 1921. We meet him yeah. there. And at the, at the end of the show, it winds up with this motley assortment of characters in, in Helge's bunker. Yep. And it includes the, the contemporary like 10 year old uh, Elizabeth and then young Noah. And those two kind of look at each other. And like you get and like everything locks in for you every time it was cross cutting like between yeah. between them yeah. and Charlotte. It's a it's a path that goes two ways. She gave birth to her mother, who then gave birth to her because she went back in time and then had this baby with Noah. And like time travel wise, I get it. Biologically, I don't understand how this was allowed. It's it's time travel sh shenanigans. Farai is his own grandfather, right? In, but that's in, on such in, a, but that's on a, a sitcom. That's on a show that has some real science to it. Like you so, know, half the writers are like Harvard doctorates. They but, like it's they so introduced, goofy, and to have they mm -hmm. they introduced uh, what uh, I think H.G. Tannhauser uh, said was the bootstrap Harry, which we that's get a true. lot of the, 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 those in this, which is like. So, something that exists goes back in time and then like causes its own existence to this thing so that there is no like 
it's just this consistent loop where there is no start there is no ending it is just this big loop which is what that family is yeah see when he introduced that i figured this must be happening with some character but i thought it would be over the course of an entire lineage like several generations not the direct, very small loop of you're your own grandmother. I thought it would be like, you're your own great, great, great grandmother. Like, I thought yeah. the loop would be longer than that. Did it be that small? It's, it's really preposterous. I'm not against it. I think it adds like an energy the show really needs. Like I said, it's so grim. I love when they throw in something that is so wild as this like it doesn't affect the tone of the show but it's still like you're laughing watching it even if nothing truly funny is happening it's just cosmically funny yeah um yeah that's it's it's a it's a really interesting revelation um and because because they they do the thing where the young noah meets elizabeth um and they don't have that hang of like, oh, you're cute. Like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed you from across the bunker. How are you? Uh, <laughs> but they, they, they do. Yeah, they do lock eyes and they like the camera makes it obvious that like, hey, this is the first time that they meet. And this is where mm-hmm. they're going to like, well, I, I guess not. This is the location, but this is where they meet and fall in love. Um, and down the road, yeah, they will have a baby and go back in time. I, who, who knows? Um, but yeah, they because they they introduce that bootstrap theory, and it's not only them that is that this is working. Ho ho ho! This whole timeline, this whole thing, is just one big bootstrap theory because uh, they they keep bringing up the question of like when is the beginning when is the end here and yeah another one of the big revelations that we get is that it is in fact jonas who kind of causes uh his his father to hang himself and uh do all like he he thinks he can go back and have a talk with him and stop it and be like hey don't do this all of that stuff but then it, like things happen in a certain way where it's like, actually, I think you coming back here is the thing that solidifies it, that I should do this so that like all of this stuff can continue to happen so that down the road we can figure something else out. Um, and it is another one of those like deeply tragic moments yeah. for Jonas. Uh, that 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 is 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 just like man like he's just getting hit left and right with like he he's the right. one that 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 causes his father to be like yes i'm i'm gonna commit suicide and all that stuff and then like the next day uh martha gets sh- gets shot like right in front of him and killed uh like it like that's a lot holy hell yeah like, uh so yeah, he's he's having a rough time right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, 
man, so, something that I want to commend this show for is mm. the casting. The casting yeah. on this show is incredible. Um, I, 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 I think all of the actors have, have done an incredible j- j- job. There's mm-hmm. no one that I felt like, well, they're just kind of phoning it in and stuff like that. They're all wonderful. But yeah. when you see the different versions of these characters, they all look like what they would look like. And in, in this, yeah. it's like that makes sense <laughs> that you would look like this. You have the same nose as that guy. Are you are you actually related to that guy? Like, what right. is going yeah. on here? It's amazing. And like, even, because, even if somebody doesn't look perfect, like they still feel right. Like Egon yeah. through the through the generations always feels like Egon. Great. Right. There is yes. when you see Adam talking to some uh some old I say some old guy, he's like 50 years old. He's older than like the crop of teens that we have in the show. And yeah. he's talking to this guy and he's like, Yes, Magnus, this is the plan. Like, it's I should have known. Now Francesca. that I know that, look at him. That's a perfect Magnus. Right. And I was like, that must be Francesca next to him. Yeah. And they're also distantly related. The show is harping on how like Martha is Jonas's aunt, but if Noah is Charlotte's dad and Francisca is Charlotte's daughter. All right, Noah's sister is Agnes, who's Ulrich's grandmother. So that's Magnus's great-great-grandmother. So they're also like cousins of some kind. Yeah. Cousins thrice removed somehow, yeah. some way. But yeah, I mean, like they they it just like that is, I think, one of the baffling things about this show is how they found these people to be in the show and how they're all great actors. <laughs> just like this they is amazing. Um, yeah, and yeah. It's, I, I, I always think love it's, it a lot. It's great. It's always fun to go to these um, international shows where we don't know anybody. I remember talking yeah. about this when we talked about the forest. I was wondering, do these actors have any reputations, any past roles? in france you know this was a french show we were watching that would color the performances that they're giving now like was it shocking to have this guy play a murderer because he's always played a nice fatherly figure and other things like i really have no idea the context of these roles in anybody's careers so like i'm coming to it with like such a blank slate (laughs) seeing everybody Mm -hmm. for the first time i don't know if i'll ever see these actors again it's it's a Who nice knows? special time to get to spend with them. Everybody's got such an interesting face to watch. <laughs> yeah, there is. They're um, so great looking. I, now that we're on the subject of actors, I if I'm I I don't know the actor's name. I I don't know if yeah. this is exactly true. True. There's another show on Netflix that is also German that I really really enjoy called Babylon Berlin. And okay. if I'm not mistaken, there is a, it's like the police, uh, I don't uh, the mortician, the, the guy that works in the in the police okay. does all the the autopsies and stuff like that. Yeah. Has basically the same role in this show where he is. He is the when wow. I, I think when they were in season one, when they were investigating like all those. Uh, the sheep that died and stuff like that. He yeah. is the one that is performing the autopsy on them, and he's the only one. That I'm like, wait, is that the guy from from this other <laughs> show? But 
beyond that yeah i i don't know who these actors are and stuff like that but yeah that it's it's neat to go into this with such a blank slate and just mm-hmm. be like i'm open for anything just go yeah. for yeah yeah good stuff there um melissa Ah, uh-huh. when we were talking about season one you were interested about uh the Tiedemans, the guy that is now yes. uh, running or yeah, is in current day is running the nuclear power plant. And uh, what what his story was, because in the 80s, he shows up with a gunshot wound mm. and that's about all we know about him. Him, and we don't find out his story until season two. Uh, what did you think of all of that stuff? I thought that was great. The Tiedemans are still my favorite family in this. Sure. Uh, they're wrapped up in time travel nonsense, but they're separated from a lot of the social nonsense. Like there's no adultery or affairs or, or anything going on over there. You just know that like, Hannah is uh, Alexander's physiotherapist and she, mm-hmm. she she tries to blackmail him into ruining Ulrich's life, which then goes nowhere because Ulrich disappears back into the 1950s. Yeah. And uh, that uh, Ulrich and Katerina hate Regina and she also hates them. <laughs> and, th- and that's it. <laughs> it's all we really need to know. Um, I think they're great. Uh, and yeah, last season, uh, early on in the season, I was talking about how like noticing the, the family tree on the official website, like, oh, he took his wife's maiden name. That's interesting. I, and I was theorizing maybe he's somebody who got lost in time, you know, and he couldn't use his, uh, the, the, the family name he came with because that would like cause too many questions. So he's like, I'll just take my wife's name. And we have an external detective coming into wind in this season. And like, that's the first thing he latches onto. Like, do you think it's weird that this guy took his wife's name? Is he trying to hide something? Well, he, he immediately <laughs> c- c- comes in and is like, I'm, I'm here to help things, things out and discover, you know, why these children keep going missing. So he's mm. investigating from this outside perspective to be yeah. to, to, to find all of these secrets and stuff and he very quickly realizes that everyone has a secret everyone is hiding something um but everyone is also questioning like why are you here like why why did you take this job why did they only send one person he's like well i volunteered Mm. so it's maybe not that they were like, hey, we need someone down in Winden to figure out what's mm. going on. But he's he it, it wasn't clear at first, but he has this ulterior motive uh, to mm. be here in Winden. And it was that a long time ago, back in the 1980s, his brother mysteriously got killed and they never found him. And it turns out that his brother was killed by alexander kohler because his name was alexander kohler and so he like he shot him killed him took his identity and ran off to winden where he became uh alexander kohler for a while and then married into the tiedemann family uh to be Mm. alexander tiedemann 
Um, and uh, he's been sitting there. Now he's running the, the nuclear power plant. But uh, yeah, this, this detective uh, like almost immediately zeroes in on like this guy. <laughs> Yeah, this guy, I think murdered my brother. I might not be able to prove it, but yeah, <laughs> he's the one. Um, but yeah, so he he has that whole thing. But he he doesn't know about the time travel. I think he's like one of the only characters that has no <gasps> idea about any of this That's... time travel stuff now, which is so valuable. It's basically him. His name's Clausen. It's like him. Wooler, who's the detective with the eye patch, and Bernadette, the sex worker, who we find out is Wooler's sister within a yep. very sweet scene. I'm happy we get that little interaction between the two of them where we see him coming yeah, out of her trailer and you think maybe he would be a client and instead he hugs her and he says, like, Mom would like it if you called. Call mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy that we get the sprinkling of characters who are part of the town they're become part of the town like clausen's getting in everybody's business but they're not part of any kind of affairs or or secrets besides what happened to wooler's eye or they're not in on the time travel like they're part of the town but they're outsiders to every other part of the narrative and it was so good to have these breaks in the story where we go see something that has nothing to do with time travel. It's strictly just regular crime procedural. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I have a quick theory. I mentioned mm. last time uh, that there, you know, there, there's lots of secrets and mysteries here in this town. All of the ones that really matter will get addressed or solved and stuff like that but there there is the the one that i mentioned that you never really find out what happened to wooler's eye and there there is the the scene in here where he's about to say the story and then uh they almost hit uh regina right no uh oh it's i think it's old claudia yeah it's it's claudia from the 80s um oh right no it's not old claudia it's it's middle claudia (laughs) yeah um and yeah so we never get that story but the interesting mm. thing is that alexander tiedemann always calls wooler as his contact in the police department i'm wondering if wooler is an old friend of him before uh he kind of moved to this t- town and like that is the know, one cause... secret cuz he he seems to Wo- like call him and be like Hey, set this thing up for me. You're like, do this thing. So he he seems to have some influence over Wooler somehow, some way. We we don't know. It's not explained, but it's just like, I wonder if like this is an accomplice somehow or like a friend or like someone he used to run with back in the day. I don't know. I think Wooler looks a little too young. <laughs> for that, I don't know if he would have been I mean, somebody be like who Alexander knew younger even before then. Brother of a friend or something. I don't know. I, <laughs> Maybe. It's just a, it's just a random theory because yeah. they don't explain it. So. <laughs> what he does tell. Well, he's about to tell the story to Clausen and he says, you can't tell this to anybody. 
And since Clausen's this incoming detective who's getting super into the secrets of the town, I don't know if he would tell him if it was something illicit, but maybe he would confess if it was something very embarrassing. Like, I just have to get this off my chest to somebody. I'm going to tell it to the guy who's not from this town and is probably going to leave in a couple weeks and never come back to the town. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It it, it could have been like, yeah, I was arresting someone and then they like beat, beat, beat me up and hit me in the eye. And that one hit, it just like, did, yeah, it did something to my eye. And it was like, it was my first time. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> right. I bet it's, it's probably something very, very silly and embarrassing. He, like, sl- I shot myself and... with a Nerf dart. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay, let's see. What, what, what else? There, there's, there's I want to so talk a bit more about the Tiedemans. Sure. Let's do it. I, <laughs> I, they're some of my favorites because I think Alexander and Regina have the, the best romantic relationship out of anybody on the show. Okay. Which yeah. isn't a very high standard that we have set. <laughs> but at least within the contemporary timeline, they've got like the least amount of secrets. Like, I don't think she knows exactly what his past is, but she saw him stumbling out of the woods covered in blood back in 1986. So she knows he has some sort of criminal past. Maybe she did ask him. Maybe he did tell her. We don't know that level of secrecy within their marriage, but they're they're pretty open with each other. They're pretty caring. It seems like they've got a good relationship with with Bartos. There's a scene where Regina's cancer is progressing. Seems like she really could die soon and Bartos is like going out with the other kids to go uh do time travel stuff <laughs> you know that in the back of his head he's like maybe trying to think about how he could prevent this or maybe this is something Noah offered him if you do these things you could save your mother and like he's just talking to her before he leaves and he gives her the sweetest most tender look that anybody has given anybody in the show within any relationship. And he like kisses her on the forehead before he leaves. It's so heartwarming. There's this little family who's just sort of off away from everything who like most people like dislike or are suspicious of for some reason, but they seem like they function well within their little family unit. I love the flashback to like uh, a year or two before this, where it's Ulrich and Katarina's anniversary party. And so many of the characters are at this party, but like Bartos says something about uh, to Martha about it. he's like, oh, I can't go. Like we're having a, a party with my mom to celebrate like the anniversary of her t- hotel or something. And we see like all the characters at this party. And then we see just the three Tiedemans like, like just toasting each other at their dinner table. It's not really yeah. a party. It's just the three of them having this little quiet dinner. It's great. <laughs> I like their existence. I like how they're like a shade separated from everything else, which unfortunately means we don't get to spend as much time with them as we do with other characters. I always want more of them. Yeah. I want to learn more about how they interact. Does Regina have a single friend? We don't know. Something this season gave me that I, I didn't realize I was missing is that it fleshed out some of the relationships between our main characters. Like, um, we go back and we see that party where Ulrich and Katarina have invited all these people to their house. And Katarina's having a great time. They're playing this 80s music and dancing. It's the only happy thing we've ever seen in this show. And she yep. tries to pull like Charlotte off the couch. Like, Charlotte, come dance with me. And 
these two have never talked about anything except for like, where's my husband? Where's my son? So to see a time when they were friends and like they were trying to have fun with each other, to see those different interactions, like I think Charlotte goes to to Hannah's house to talk to you to bring her to talk about time travel or whatever. It's like, have you two talked to each other? We've got these major characters. And then this was a season I realized, like, has Charlotte talked to Regina? (laughs) Like, there's these characters that I'm like, I'm not sure if you two really know each other that well. I'd love to see all the different, like, uh, facets being added to this community of, like, who, like, what is the relationship these people have socially? Yeah, I I feel like since the disappearance of Mickle, Mm. There really hasn't been much time that's passed since yeah, then. Yeah, it seems like... like cause it seems like that was the start months. of the summer. Yeah, maybe yeah. a couple months at most. Like, three, four months. But, I, yeah, like, there, there hasn't been much time that has passed. And so, I, yeah, I, 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 I think they are in a situation where it's like, yeah, they're not going to be t- talking about, so did you see the game last weekend? Blah, blah, blah. You, you know, it's going to be like, where's my kid? What's going on? I don't know. Uh, yeah. And then they're all discovering time travel exists and that Mickle w- went to school with us when we were kids. And uh, mm-hmm. like none of us remembered that there was a kid who looked oddly like him and and, and stuff like. Yeah. So there's there's all sorts yeah. of uh, strange that, stuff that, that's going on. That party scene was so valuable to me because we got to go back and set kind of a social status quo for what this town is like before anybody disappears, before there's any time travel nonsense. We had to see Mm -hmm. these characters be happy, see them be friends with each other briefly. Like, I I wish it would happen a little bit earlier. I I like having that sort of stakes. Like, we've seen all these relationships and so much turmoil. Like, what are you when you're not in turmoil? I haven't seen that and took it till almost the end of season two to get that the party scenes one of my favorite parts in this show so far for that emotional payoff and we find out that this is where uh ulrich and uh, hannah started sleeping with each other and there's this great cross cut between the two of them like making out in the backyard and then during the party like mickle's not feeling well is up sick in his bed and Katarina goes up there to comfort him. And so we've got uh, Ulrich and Hannah together. And then split screen, the other panel is, is Katarina holding her son. But she's also holding this lady's husband while she's holding her husband. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. it's an interesting visual. It's, it's wild, the stuff that they can, can do with that. Uh, and stuff that like you don't necessarily realize at first because yeah your first instinct to be is like oh she's holding her kid and then you're like oh she is holding this woman's husband while your husband is holding that woman like (laughs) yeah so yeah it's it's kind of wild the stuff that they can do with that (laughs) visually like we we, we've seen we've seen the 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 shots where it like it focuses on one person's face like looking Mm -hmm. sternly into the distance or something and then it switches to a different time but on the same character looking sternly and into the thing so you see that or or they'll do the thing where it's like two characters are talking about someone 
and then it will switch to that character mm. um or or something similar um and yeah then then you get stuff like this where it's just these these interesting like oh there's a second layer to this mm-hmm. of, of what they're doing here um so yeah great great camera work and and, and stuff like that it, it's Oh, this show is so good. <laughs> I love it. it. Is. I want to talk a bit about Hannah since we brought her up. She, uh, uh, the stranger, middle-aged Jonas, <laughs> like goes to her and introduces himself and explains everything. I'm Jonas. I'm Jonas from the future. I have time travel. I'll take you back to see uh, your husband when he was Mickle, the little boy. <laughs> and yep. like explains everything to her. And what she ends up doing is taking his time travel briefcase and disappearing to the 1950s to where Ulrich went back to try and kill Helge to stop Mikkel from disappearing because he was still blaming Helge. Right, he's been arrested and, and put in jail. Yeah, and she goes there like, I, I saw this picture in the newspaper. It might be my husband. I'm not sure. And like Egon shows her the picture and she says, that could be him. There is a resemblance, which is such a, again, such a great multi-layered line in that, yes, there is a resemblance because that is your husband's father. Yeah, 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 there, there, there is that. But it's also like the, the photography uh, technology maybe isn't mm-hmm. the best back yeah. then, right? So it's maybe not the clearest picture of like, well, yeah, I could see it's him, but maybe not, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, she goes back to that was a wild scene uh, for for me, too, because I I think Hannah is maybe one of not not the worst in like worst acting or stuff like that. Mm. But she is one of the most like antagonistic characters yes. in, in this show. And I, I don't like her because of that. Uh, but she does, yeah. does like, a, such a good job of it. Um, and this is i think a moment where that really shines where she goes mm. back she meets Ulrich there who has been stuck here for about a year and doesn't really know what's going on in modern day Winden. they don't he doesn't mm. know that like everyone is now dis- discovering time travel and 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 stuff like that so he's just like i just want to get home like, hey, if you get me out of here, I will leave my wife. I will be with you. I'll do anything. Get me out of here. Uh, and she's just like, yeah, that's not my husband. Sorry. Yeah, and it's just like cold. You like, oh, my God, you you did everything you could to be with him. What are you doing? You're just screwing everything up. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, cold hearted, cold hearted indeed. Yeah, but- it's. And the fact that she's so she's obsessed with Ulrich, but also vindictive about him. So you don't know if yeah. she's going back to, like, trap him there, trap him in a relationship with Get her him in worse. But no, she's going trouble. back yeah. for revenge to, like, th- give him this opportunity for salvation and then throw it back in his face. Like, no, you're going to be stuck in jail for decades. And then she's still mm-hmm. got the briefcase and she just goes off in 1953 to just start a new life. It doesn't seem like she has any intention to like go back to 2019 where she came from. 
because she doesn't have Ulrich. She doesn't have Michael. She doesn't have Jonas. Seemingly, there's nothing else keeping her there. So she she's go back. seemingly going to like gallivant through time and find a new place to live, which makes me think of that line in season one where the Nielsen's first come to stay at the Tiedemann house. And Agnes is mentioning, oh, I had a grandmother who used to live in this town and she always spoke very, very highly of it. So I thought I would come stay here. And Egon Tiedemann's like, really, what was your grandmother's name? And then they get cut off. Like, I wonder if Hannah kept going back in time because she she's not using her real name when she goes back in time. She goes to the police and she's like, yes, my name is Katarina Nielsen. Did she find herself several generations back still living under the name Nielsen? Is she the grandmother that Agnes was talking about? I don't remember. I, I don't think so. But hmm. I, I, I don't know now that you mention it because I, I, I guess I just assumed that she went back and I, I don't remember enough about season three to or, or, or what happened to her in season th th three to answer that so interesting. yeah and Hannah's she's done so much already that like if that was the last time we saw Hannah I wouldn't be disappointed necessarily like she's yeah. a fascinating character I really like that performance but for her to just walk off in 1953 with a time travel briefcase with no clear idea of where she's going. <laughs> what an exit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is something that this show has begun to do a little bit. Not much, but season three will definitely do that. And it it uh, it focuses it focuses things down to the main conflict in season three because it really okay. I, I mean. This is a show that does that does wrap up. It does have a satisfying ending, at least in my opinion, uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's getting to be about that time where it's like focusing things in like, OK, OK, let's start to, you know, focus on who the main characters are here and what their conflict is. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I don't I don't remember like how much it really deals with her or, or stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it could be exactly what you said there. But uh, with, with that said, I think the mm. next things that we should talk about uh, is um, for well, first, I want to talk about Claudia a little bit more. Uh, then I want to talk about Adam. Because that's that's going to be the next yeah. like, big thing that we need to talk about. So Claudia first, though, um, she's she seems to be figuring things out, playing chess. Right. She seems to be mm. moving pieces around uh, to try and fight against Adam, who wants this like eternal cycle of this thing here, because then he can. I guess just amass all of this power and it's 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 a strange way to amass power and to be influential and do all of the stuff but they want they want to be in control of time to the point where they can remove themselves from time if that makes sense like he he had this whole conversation with judge I, I guess we're getting into all the Adam yeah. stuff instead of Claudia but <laughs> uh, they're they're both really t tied in there 
But um, yeah, where he's like, I like, I don't want to. Like he 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 says things along the lines of like, I want to create a new time, but one where time does not exist, right? Because he he has this idea that time is god if if you if you mm. control t- time like you are god like all all of that stuff so that is essentially what he's tr- trying to do is like both become god as well as like remove himself from this whole thing so he can just exist outside of it which i guess you could also say is a very like godly existence yeah right um and Claudia is trying to stop that. She's tr- trying to fight against that and help break the cycle uh, and, and set things back on a normal path. Um, and she ends up being called the White Devil a few times yeah. in, in, in here because no one really understands what she's doing exactly. Some of the things seem very cold-hearted of like, hey, like this is just how it, it, it works. This is how the game is played. Like, we, we need to do these things. And, and yeah, I think for her, she also has that like whole bootstrap paradox thing where she is the cause of her father's death. She is the cause of Egon's death and i think that is the thing that sets her on the path to become this white devil um whereas she's actually like no i'm actually like trying to fight for the light here in this this whole thing um but yeah it's like i she is a fascinating character because Again, she is a Tiedemann, so she is this, like, one shade removed, but, like, yeah. still really involved in all of this stuff. What, what, what did you think of Claudia? I, I, I think 1980s Claudia is one of my favorites. Now that I don't love the other, like, the 1950s sure, yeah. and, like, the, the, the old woman Claudia, I like them all. I love her in the 80s, particularly because... And this is something I didn't key into until I was like in the later half of watching season two. She's one of the only characters we see regularly looking nice. Like she's always wearing makeup and she's got her hair all permed up and she's like wearing a nice outfit and like heels. (laughs) Not and not to speak ill of any of the other female characters in the show. But it's just something I noticed. Like, she's the only one who does that. And I think that's why I like her, because she's just she's so made up that it's like something I key into and that I like looking at. Like, I love how this is a beautiful show, but it is an unglamorous show. Like, I think when we first meet Regina, she's got a little bit of makeup on and her hair is in that nice bun when she's working at her hotel desk. But for the most part, like, it's all these just like. (laughs) Frumpy, but just like very practical busy stressed out working women who are just have like simple haircuts and simple clothes and like no makeup and again not to like disparage them i just there was something well, i noticed was making claudia stand out to me like oh she's somebody who's putting a lot of detail. care into her appearance which doesn't make her more valuable that just makes it an interesting character trait 
that stands out among the cast, that that's something that no matter how deep in a time travel she's getting, no matter how frazzled her brain is, she gets up every morning and like puts on eyeliner. Except until she becomes the white devil in which she's just like, yeah, all right, then whatever. it's all out the door. But he, here's an interesting detail with that. Yeah. In season one, she mentions that she she like looks back in the car mirror at her daughter, Regina, and she's like, why don't you make yourself a little bit more presentable? Mm, and that's I, right. I, I don't remember exactly what she says, but her co- comment led me to believe like, yeah, she is. One of the most important and powerful women in the town, right? Where where she yeah. has worked her way to the top of this nuclear power plant, which is like the job. Like she is like mm-hmm. top dog in the town. Um, and and so yeah, I I think there there is like this show obviously does not really comment on like what it was like to be a woman in the workforce back in the day and stuff like that. But I I think you do get this one small detail that is like, yeah, women were in the workforce back then, but we're still, still having a hard time. I mean, they, they are still kind of today, but like, like, there is this idea that women sometimes had to work like twice as hard to get to this like top spot. So she is like, yes, I'm going to be the boss and I'm going to look nice and I'm going to have my makeup on and my hair done and I'm going to work extra hard. I'm going to look at these numbers and figure out, you know, all of this stuff. And she does that. That is who she is. And then. Yeah, once her life just starts to kind of go downhill because of all of the the time travel, like she discovers the secret that the nuclear power plant is sitting on, which is this this God particle um, and that they've been lying about its existence and that she now has to decide if she wants to continue lying about that existence or stuff like that to her father's death and the fact that she caused it to discovering time travel and realizing that her daughter gets cancer because of the exposure to all the radiation uh, through her. Like she was lucky enough to not get it, but her daughter was not like uh, all of this stuff is, is just like devastating to her where she. Yeah, is starting to play this different game and is just like, Mm. well, I don't like I don't need to look like, I don't need to do my eyeliner to, like, fight against, t- like, time travel and Adam to, to, to do all of that, right? She's like, I need to learn how to shoot a gun, maybe, and stuff right. like that, and survive in the wilderness. Uh- <laughs> yeah, we see her, like, just before she makes that change. But it is, I love 1980s Claudia's, like, big curly hair. And that mm-hmm. is something that you can watch devolving. Like she's still like as we watch her, her life yeah. in this period in the 80s, she's still getting dressed up every day. She's still putting on the makeup. But you watch like her perm completely fall out over the course of these days. It's a really great like visual marker of her progression as a character. It's great. And yeah. there's a subplot this season or just a, a a motif that keeps coming up that she's got heterochromia. She's got two different colored eyes. And like, that's how Egon 
recognizes when old Claudia comes to see him, which I had not picked up on before. And I think it's it was because. But also she's wearing that makeup and that stood out to me because she's the only person in the show wearing makeup. Her and I think Bernadette. So I would never noticed her eyes because I was like, oh, look. And there's uh, there's Agnes, too. She's the, the one that also looks super fancy. Mm. So. Yeah, she's the eyes didn't stick out to me because I was like, oh, look, she's wearing eyeshadow. That's unusual. It's, in this show. It's such a like not not dimly lit, but like darkly colored show right there's grays and browns and blacks and, mm. and and stuff like that yeah that like the color of her eyes doesn't really stand out there's like one or two scenes where you can see it but it's usually when they mention it that you have to yeah. look and be like yeah i guess th- yeah that one does look more blue uh but yeah it's not something you really pick up on until they mention it and you just mentioned Agnes, uh, the flashback, well, not flashback, but, you know, when we go back to like 1953 and we see Agnes and Doris together, their little love scene is so sweet. I loved how happy it was. Like mm-hmm. it's passionate, but it's also like these two ladies having fun and having joy with each other in this yeah. interaction. And like I said, joy is hard to come by in this series. And every time I see it, it's very important. (laughs) Indeed. Um, Yeah. So I, I, I like Claudia a lot. She, she reminds me that there's a, have have you seen the show 12 monkeys? It's also a time travel show. It's a pretty decent show, uh, especially for a like sci-fi channel original. I oh, yeah. grew up with sci-fi being like B movies and stuff like that, but like the really, really bad B movies and and, mm. and stuff like that. And that's just kind of what I knew them for. And when I watched 12 Monkeys, I was actually like, oh, this is actually a decent show. Like I, I'm enjoying this. The production is pretty nice. But there's a character in there who's kind of a similar character that you eventually meet mm. where she is this older woman who is privy to a lot of the time travel stuff and is uh, like playing chess with some of these characters, so to speak. And uh, yeah, just has this wisdom that comes with that of like knowing how to play the game. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like that kind of character a lot. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, she bites the dust, uh, oh. and that that is the the end of of Claudia, where she mm. gets shot with a shotgun, and all all that stuff. But we need to talk about Adam. Oh, Adam! What an addition to this show! The first time you see him in this mysterious, yeah. like ornate room. You don't know where it is in physical space, where it is in time, what it's connected There's to. There's no windows. We still don't re- it, yeah, we still don't really know where it is. I think it's, I forget. Like, if you go through a series of caves or something, maybe you, if you go down the steps in the church, I don't know. I forget where he is. It doesn't matter. He's in a It seems it's connected with that church. Room. But yeah, it, yeah, it's like, it's, it's connected with the church, but the church is like on top of 
this cave system, which makes me wonder if it's the same caves from Winden that we keep going in because they be. have. Yeah, I, I think it, this is the site that they eventually built the p- power plant on because the church Maybe. seems to be in like the early 20s through 30s, yeah. whereas the power plant isn't built until the like 50s and stuff like that. So I, I think it's that same site. Um, but yeah, they go like you go down and in all this stuff. And then there is this like vast <laughs> opening in the caves where they've built like like columns and stuff it, it, like it yeah. looks it looks like nanda parbat from the batman hethos and stuff where the leg of sh- of shadows is oh. and like all of that stuff and yeah they walk inside and it's just this ornate like beautiful beautiful room and there's all of these um I, I guess like Renaissance era paintings and stuff, but it's all depictions of yeah. like heaven and hell and warring yeah. demons and angels and stuff like that. And it's just, it's, there's just so much texture and detail. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So. But we meet Adam and he's a very old man. Uh, and you don't know what has happened to him. It looks like his entire body is scar tissue. <laughs> It looks, it looks like he's it's been so burnt. perplexing that almost yeah yeah like you don't know like did it was this a man who was in a fire who is this why does he look like this where is he you know nothing you know his name that's adam and like he's sort of in charge of uh sick mundus or whatever the secret organization is it's got like noah in it and mm-hmm. yeah he meets with uh young jonas and reveals that he is old. He is the oldest Jonas. And he's like, this is what happens to you if you keep time traveling. Oldest like, of the all Jonas of that time travel. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what happens to you if you keep time traveling. Like, you're into, like your body can't handle it. Your body breaks down. He's got like an oxygen mask he's using sometimes. And his body's like, completely scarred it's a very striking foreboding visual absolutely yeah and they they they're following adam to kind of keep this cycle going but within that noah eventually realizes that he's being used that he like he's he's not He's not really gonna gonna be a part of this end plan uh, that that they're p- putting together, and he he is he d- doesn't really tell his younger self that because he's because once he does realize it, he's like, I need my younger self to go through all the same stuff so he can be where I'm at t- today and tr- try to kill. Jo- uh, Jonas, like I'm about to do now, um, and yeah, it's just this. It, it he he it instantly becomes this like terrible villain of just like oh Adam is evil, like he's mm-hmm. he's bit like uh oh this is not good. How what are we gonna do to stop stop him right? And 
yeah, we, we we still don't know at, by the end of season two. That's not like they're like, hey, we have a plan. Here's the plan. Let's do it. And then season mm. three is like, OK, we're enacting the, the plan. Um, <laughs> we're still just like, what is going on? Like, we don't know. How are we going to fight this thing? Um, but. Yeah, he's 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 an interesting character because as evil and as menacing as he seems, he is also oddly resigned. Yeah, like he's not he's not he's he's in no rush to do things. He's just like, well, this is it. This is life. <laughs> and you're going to end up where I am one day. And that's it. That's life, it, which is kind of a big theme of the show, mm-hmm. right? This whole like predeterministic philosophy. Um, but but yeah, he has this like calmness to him that is just really fascinating. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he just uh, there's there's so much in the show. There's there's so much that we have yet to discover in in <laughs> in this show uh so i'm i'm excited to get on to season three once again uh and to, to see what you think of the ending of this yeah show. i got a, a couple other things i want to talk about in season two i want to say that when the adults all find out that time travel is real and then when the kids find out time travel is real they find this out like they go exploring in the caves and then Bartos is there with his like little briefcase that Noah gave him and like he won't tell them what's happening because it's it's a secret. It's like a terrible like mind bending secret to know like it's good that he's not telling them kind of like you you understand why he's not doing that. They tie him up and just leave him in the caves overnight. Yep. It's so cold. I can't believe there's like another generation of, of Nielsen's doing this to another generation of there, yeah. I'm just going to l- tie you up and leave you in the wilderness overnight. <laughs> it's so, what a cold thing to do. But the kids get into time travel. And I like that dynamic when the kids are into time travel and then Katarina has to like scold them. I love that we it's like some semblance of like normal family interaction of like kids I told you to stay away from that you're in big trouble but it's about time travel devices yeah I like to get a bit of some normal family interaction back (laughs) even if it's about something completely wild indeed I want to talk about the the character map and like what holes we still need to have filled in yeah. So, uh, so if you remember, uh, Netflix has a website. Mm. I believe it's a, a Netflix site that has yeah. the all. But it has a timeline and like family tree map that you guys can look at that is all spoiler free. It's all based on like what season you're on, what uh, yeah. what number you're on, like all, all that stuff. So you can en- enter the, that in and it will only show you the stuff that you've learned so far. Um, it's Which, invaluable. You have to have this open. Uh, it's called dark.netflix.io. That's the website. Yeah, you can pick your specific episode and view resources mm-hmm. in time with that episode so you don't spoil yourself. And it's got a very helpful character map. 
So we uh, we found out these are our missing relatives that we still need to fill out. I want to keep track of this. So we found out that Charlotte's parents are Noah and her daughter Elizabeth in a recursive loop. We still don't know who Peter's mother is. And we don't know who Helg's father is. We know that Gre- uh, his mother Greta is married to Bern the Doppler, who used to be in charge of the uh, power plant before mm-hmm. uh, Chris, uh, Claudia took over. But yeah, there's it's so funny. There's like a black square with a question mark on it for who Helg's uh, father is, which they don't use anywhere else in this character map. It's only there. I think specifically because Greta alludes to burned isn't the father like i think that's like a, a more known overt hole in the story and that's why it gets this like ooh, guess who who is it yeah so we've got we don't know helg's father peter's mother uh we still don't know regina's father although ooh. i wonder if it could be um oh what's his name if it could be trant nielsen because claudia and trant were like buddies when they were young there's that weird scene they're like i don't know 12 years old or something they're walking to school and uh, she like asks him if he'll Trant isn't he ulrich's father yeah 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 because 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 we see him when he's yes. older uh yeah and he's he's ulrich's father yeah, and like they grew up together because um, Trant and Agnes were, were boarders in the T. Demons house. And there's a scene where like, it's like 12-year-old Trant and, and Claudia and they're walking to school and they're walking through the woods and she asks him if he'll like pull his pants down and just show her what a penis looks like. And she's like, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. It's, it's just As one a does. weird scene. Right, so I wonder if that's the family link. Which then means Bartas also can't date Martha. I, I, it's so awful and funny that none of these teen relationships will work because you are all secretly related to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to get out of the town. The town needs fresh blood in it. Yeah. Right. So we're missing that. We're still missing. Um, uh, we don't know Hannah's mother. But we saw her father and he seems like such a normal guy that I wonder mm-hmm. if that's like not a mystery. It's like they're just divorced or her mother died or something. I don't think every single one of these are mystery boxes to unfold. Some of these absences in family lines do seem suspicious and other ones are like, you could have a single parent household and it's not suspicious, I guess. <laughs> so I don't know about that one. And then I have to ask you about this. There okay. is in this this family chart. I don't know if you've ever looked at it. It's not super clear. I mean, there's lines drawn between everybody, but like the lines between uh, like the lines between a parent and a child and the lines between a couple are the same line. Like there's not a lot of like they, differentiation they between it and the way this arrows is on some of them to do but that. But it's not everywhere. your traditional. It's right be, because there's time tra- travel shenanigans right. and stuff like that. It's not your traditional family tree of like the father and mother are on top and their children are underneath that and their children are underneath yeah. that. It's yeah, there's it's all things, over the place. Yeah. So what is your but question? There's, there's a line off of Katarina 
And it's been there like since I first looked up this family tree on like season one, episode three. This guy's always been there. There's a line from her to a guy named Herman Albers, who I don't remember ever meeting. Is that yeah. her dad? Uh, yes, I believe so. If I okay. remember, let me let me see here. Uh, let me look him up. Herman Albers from because he's not on like the character list either. You've got this map, and then there's like a list of short character profiles you can read, and it goes down to like. Like Gretchen the dog has a character profile. It's really specific, but this guy's not on there. And I think it's it's... her dad who we've had allusions to, but I don't think we've ever really seen. Yeah, it's uh, Katharina's father. Um, Okay. Let's see. There's, oh, is there really anything? Uh, Was a farmer in Winden. 86 um in the morning <laughs> oh he he was the farmer with the sheep that died okay right that's him he's so- that's him there <laughs> he, he's always been here on the chart but he plays such a minor role like i forgot from that one scene who he was like, have we have yet to meet this guy? Why has he been here? Okay, that's Herman Albert. Yeah, he's he's, he's I'm wondering. Just, he's not a super important character. Right. Okay. I completely forgot about him and I just keep staring at him like, I ha- I must have met you, right? I don't remember you. Because I'm wondering because when I like I said, the way this chart is drawn out, like relationship lines aren't super clear. And when he first appeared on this family chart, I'm like, oh, maybe this is like an affair she's having and we'll meet this guy soon. And, and then we didn't. And then I like missed in the scene where they went back in time and it's like, yeah, that's her dad. It's, it's just a it's face yeah. and a name and like a line that I could never really untangle. Because I was wondering because Jonas and Martha are such a important relationship in this show. Like they're. they've got such romantic stuff this season and you can tell he's haunted by the fact that he's still so in love with her but he is so in love with her decades on into this time travel journey he's like always thinking about her and she really sincerely loves him too like that is the core driving romance of this show is a boy and a girl who due to time travel nonsense she is his aunt and i'm like is is the story is the story going to put in a uh, is it going to break that down? Like, oh, no, she's not really his aunt because Katarina had an affair one time. So that's not Ulrich's daughter. Or was it going to do anything like that to make the audience uh, feel better about what this romance is? Make the characters themselves feel better about it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm wondering if there's going to be any surprises like that. Because like I said, uh, when we look at the current map, uh, there, there's so many like, no, I, I understand you want to date that person. You know, you are related to them, right? Yep. Yeah, this this show has quite a bit of that. And I think it's fascinating and a, a fun challenge to kind of figure out the family trees and how all of that yeah. connects and stuff like that. Um. However, to uh, mention Lost, like we typically do, since we're yeah. both big fans of that, at the end of the day, that's not what the show is about. Like, it's not about the family tr- trees. 
Um, and while I do think this show like satisfyingly like wraps up all of the, that stuff, uh, yeah, it season three especially will focus on more the conspiracy, the the stuff that okay. it, like this big like who is Adam fighting? They, 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 you know, what's going on with all of that stuff? So you, 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 you learn more of the bigger picture in season mm. three. And yeah, it, it ends up uh, wrapping up very nicely. Um, I'm sure but, it will. This seems like such a, a cohesive show. I, I think I just wonder it, it sometimes really what, what holes in the character map are, am I meant to be wondering about? And which ones aren't I? <laughs> I wish it's there was always more clearly delineated. That, yeah. Like, I wish they would just mention, like, oh, Regina's father left. Or, <laughs> or Peter's mother died. Yeah. So just, that just I know those characters aren't line. a mystery. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I wish I would have more of those and not stare at this character map. Wondering if, like, this branch that isn't there means something. Yeah. I, I, I do, once again, want to commend the, the show on, on, on how, how well this show is made. Because there is not a wasted mm-hmm. moment whatsoever. Like, every scene has some importance or is some metaphor or introduces some concept or something. And this absolutely is a show that you that the creators had to go into knowing the ending of the show like there's absolutely no way that you can make up something like this as you go along and have it be successful and wrap up neatly and stuff like that which is unfortunately what happened with lost right and it's like they were kind of making it up as they went. Uh, that's why it was so controversial when they finally wrapped it, when they wrapped it all up. Um, but yeah, this, this show is just like every single moment is something is it, something mm. that is meaningful. And it's just, I, yeah, I love it. Like I was sitting there like the, the, the scenes when they are in the power plant, uh, and they are inspecting the floor that they've had all shut down yeah. where the god oh. particle is, and it's all in those yellow ba- 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 barrels and stuff. Just the visuals and the the tension that's going on there with this outside mm-hmm. investigator and all this stuff of you knowing, like, hey, like this thing is important. I don't know exactly what it is yet, uh, but like. I, I was just sitting there being like, man, this show is so fucking cool. <laughs> like, I, I love watching this. This is great. Uh, it looks so good. I, it uses its visuals to this great narrative purpose. Like, I could watch the show again and only pay attention to the color yellow and how it's used yeah. to, like, connect Jonas, connect to his family line. I think we see Mikkel when he's a boy wearing a yellow shirt. Look for the yellow in the barrels and in the in the... The woman you know, in the, the yellow safety Agnes. outfits, right? Yeah. Agnes's outfit, yeah. The, you know, one of uh, the, Jonas is one of her descendants. You could pick like a color. You could pick one element. You could watch only rain throughout this entire season. You could watch yeah. only like jewelry and accessories for an entire time. It's doing so much with what it has, and I uh, I also want to shout out the musical montages. 
it puts mm-hmm. towards the end of many episodes, which is very helpful in a show with all this wacky time travel stuff, that it's got this repeated structural motif within the episodes that you know you can expect. I don't think it's in all of them, but most episodes have like 10 or 15 minutes from the end, a montage where you check in with all of these characters in, the, in their dark days and it plays a song, which is a very common thing for TV shows to do. But it struck me that that's often like the final scene in a TV yep. episode is that scene. But this so often does it and then has 10 minutes more to add on like more twists and conclusions it, and doors yeah, closing and doors opening. It has the like check-in montage and then yeah. the final scene of like, let's tease you for yeah. something else. Uh, and it, it, I, it works. I really it like that structure a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many of these montages are great and they go across time. You check in on like years, young Regina and old Regina. I, I, I dig what that show does with this very common TV drama motif, how it turns even that into yeah. something new. Yeah. I am to piggyback off of that and what you said about the color yellow. I'll, I'll get to that one in a sec. But uh, yeah, this show uses music really effectively. And mm-hmm. uh, in a, I, I think one of the things that I noticed this time around is that, yeah, one of the more like the the happier moments you see or or, or you hear about are these like songs from the 1980s, right? These like yeah. pop songs that are like upbeat and happy and all all that stuff. But the way they use them in this show turns them into these like haunting songs that is just like this is weird. Like I never thought about the l- lyrics in that sense. And it's just like, this is ca- kind of spooky to hear these like upbeat so- songs in this setting. And it's, yeah, it's like, kind of wild. There's a scene where um, it's in the eighties and re- I've mentioned Claudia and she's done up and she looks like a 1980s businesswoman. She looks like what you sure. picture when you, when you picture that she's got the big hair and the brightly colored outfits and the heels. And it's just a scene where she's like trying to get Regina like ready to go to school. And she's like arguing with Egon about something. And in the background on a radio, they're playing Never Gonna Give You Up, which makes that song feel like so pitiful placed in this context. Like the process, like like the (laughs) how time proceeds how much disaster and pain and fallout and like true grandiose struggles are happening. And then among all of that, one time a guy sang a song about never giving somebody up. Like it makes those big hit songs that we all know, we've all heard hundreds of times, make them seem like these tiny little particles of sand in the wind. It's like, you're not nothing to Rick Astley. Who do you think you are in the grand scheme of earth and time? You're this right. blip. You're this small, pitiful thing. You just got I know, like, cosmically takes... Rickrolled. <laughs> like... <laughs> I know, it just looks at like how we spent so much time in the 80s and it just paints it in such a like, I don't know. It's like, like t- everything is fleeting 80s. Fine. Have your fun. Have your Rick Astley it's, and your bright colors. It's, it's that. But then it's 
<laughs> also the fact that we know where some of these characters end up and this idea of like never gonna give you give give you up or the, this is that true. like is like sure that character might have this attachment to their family that they want to protect them and support them and never give them up but you're also the one that because of that like you basically kill them all because of that and it's like Mm -hmm. that's what i mean like it becomes this like these haunting songs of like i never thought of it like that it's just like these are like like spooky to 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 Mm -hmm. think of yeah or like the scene the scene at the anniversary party where Katarina's dancing around, she's dancing to heaven as a place on earth, which is such a, a, a bright, beautiful song. And it makes it extra poignant. Like no moment in the show has been as happy as that song is. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> they're it, all like, so far they, away from heaven in that. Well, in that moment that that's what they're in. But like. The next That's day, as close as they ever get. Everything yeah. is gonna be hell. All all hell just breaks loose, and it's also a place on Earth, <laughs> and it is mm, windy. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but then to to go back to the color yellow, uh, I know H.P. Love Craft uh, used this motif of a like a I I believe it was a smaller child, but a the 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 child in yellow or like the girl in yellow who was this i i don't know how prevalent it's in through all of his stuff but was a recurring kind of motif or a character uh and so i'm i'm wondering how much that is a like all of the yellow that we see here in dark is a reference to that of just being like this this whole thing is just this like one big giant cosmic ho- 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 horror, right? Of everyone is everyone's is relative, and yeah, it's just like there there's there's so much stuff that you can pull out and pick apart. There's just yeah, so good, so good. Mm, good mm, it's good playing show. with so much. I'm very excited for season three to see where the heck all of this is going. I'm excited to see that other timeline uh, with goth martha i want to see what how, how the relationships world, yeah. wrap up if they are able to hit a reset what that reset looks like jonas mm-hmm. is so prepared to just erase himself from existence like so like in season one he's like come to terms with that like to set things right to stop my dad from dying i have to stop him from ever going back in time at all I have to stop this family from losing their son, their brother, and therefore that he'll never grow up to be my I dad. Won't I won't exist. Yeah. Like, he's, like, ready to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. where is his journey going to go? When are, what, how are we going to see him behave when it comes time to actually take whatever final step it might take to maybe make that happen, if that is the solution? I don't know what the win term is for this story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember when I was watching season three for the first time last year. Yeah, I still had I, was like, I, was, I have no idea how this is going to end. I have no idea how they're going to wrap this up. But uh, it was beautiful. That is all I will mm-hmm. say. Yes. So uh, speaking of season three and when we're going to watch that, 
Uh, I've mentioned it now on Captain's Log oh, and yeah. Crossplay. I am actually going to be taking a vacation uh, from the show, and there's going to be three weekends that I'm not going to be available to record. Uh, and one of those weekends will be the final week in July, which is when we would normally record uh, this stuff because it is our, our end of the month special um so i i think for this for season three of dark in particular we should maybe move that to just that first one when i get back um which or i'd be you leave on the 23rd don't you or when do you leave i leave on the 16th oh uh, on july 16th (laughs) and it's those i mean honestly weekends I, uh, we've got our episode picked out for next week already. I would be ready to talk about Dark Season 3 in two weeks. <laughs> if you want to just move it up. It's I'm, up to I you. Mean, we, we can do that if you really want to. I was also going to suggest we could, I, I, I know for you personally, Mondays are usually not a good day, but we could do mm-hmm. it like that Monday or Tuesday, the 2nd or 3rd of August. Uh, or just that next weekend on on the eighth. There, mm. so uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm I'm fine with whatever. So if you want to be like oh, this show is so good, I I just want right. to dive. I feel like right in. Dark, I'm okay with that. Dark. It's so complex. There's so much going on. Like I said, I just we met a character and then I completely forgot who he was, even though he was sitting there on the character map the whole time. Like, I just look at him and I'm like, have He's I met that an guy? He's one. Yeah. Right. But, like, there's so many important things. Like you said, everything's important. This is such a dense show. I kind of want to ride the, like, mindset I am in now and just finish season three quickly after season two so that I can get the most out of it. Because I feel okay. like if we leave this for, like, another five weeks, like, details are going to, like, just completely sink out of my brain. That makes sense. But, like, if we do this in two weeks, like, I'm psyched. I'm ready to watch, start season three tonight. Do you, so do you just want to do it in two weeks? Sure. I'm okay with that. I think that actually ends up working out perfectly because that would mean we record it on the 11th. Uh, mm. And then I leave, I leave on the 16th. So that, it, yeah, it would be the last one that I do before, before I go on my vacation there. Um uh, yeah. yeah, and then you don't have to, like, watch Dark Season 3 on vacation. This doesn't sound like a vacation show. It's a vacation show for me, Melissa. I love it. <laughs> Some light Give summer watching. Give me the time watching. travel shenanigans. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, let's see. What, did I, I don't want to say anything else on that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I guess because I am going on vacation for those three weeks, the show may or may not be slightly different. I don't know if there's going to yeah. be a video show um, it, component of that. I will have to set Melissa up, I think, to just be like, hey, we have our recordings. Here's a template or here's all the stuff you need to you know, mm. export that out as a podcast. Uh, so, yeah, just mm. a heads up on that there might not be a video component for a, yeah. a couple weeks there but uh if everything goes according to plan i think we still should have a show going out there 
but yeah, I'm excited. It's 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 a big deal for for me because I I've been on every single show that the Whatnots has put out in its five plus years of existence, except for two that I've not been on completely. And then there are two more that I've been like a producer on in air mm. quotes where I was like behind the scenes recording things there. So I've basically been on everything. Um, yeah. Which is this is going to be nice that I, I, I think we're finally at a place where we can almost limp along and then right. Just be like, hey, we're still going. <laughs> right. Like we could still exist. Like the YouTube uh, thing will be different. We'll just be audio over a still image, maybe, or maybe it's yeah. a small animation. I don't know what you have prepared. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to reduce your skills to still images only. <laughs> yeah, like the podcast should be the same. <laughs> like yeah. if you just listen to the audio files of this, I, there will probably be practically no change. Sure. Um. Cool. I, th- I think that's about it then for Dark yeah. and announcements and stuff like that. Do you want to do an update to Bingo? Yes, that's right. We've been Bingums. playing Bingo with this Bingos. here. Let me open up my Bingo card. Bingo, oh, where do you go? It? Bingo. That's documents. I don't need documents. Oh, okay. I need my desktop. It's on my desktop. Uh, bingo. Right. Yeah, so we've been playing new? Bingo with different movie tropes and stuff like that different co- comic book tropes um melissa do you have anything else you can add to your bingo card oh mm-hmm. i don't think i do uh, we c- we kind of have it's not the context in which i imagined it but we kind of have a we're not so different, you and I, with Adam and Jonas. Interesting. We, uh, we, there's a, we don't have, like, the perfect why are you telling me this scene in this show. <laughs> that, well, yeah, I, I feel like the whole show, show is that. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, why what did I you mean tell is, like, you this? Were, you remember scenes on Lost? Lost did this so hard where somebody would just stop and stare into the distance and talk about something from their backstory. Like Locke is talking about, my sister Jeannie died when I was 12 years old and Boone's like, I don't know how that's going to help us get into the hatch, John. <laughs> like that's the moment yeah. I'm thinking about. It's a very nice yeah, foot, yeah. Richard. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay, yeah. I, I think the only one I have that is like arguable on mine is mm. ancient evil. But even then, I don't I don't necessarily consider this ancient. Right. right? It, it goes back to, uh, to like the 1920 back. We've seen it. <laughs> right. It goes back 100 years. Yeah, it's not not really ancient. We didn't write centennial evil. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I personally have yeah. anything that I can put on, on there. Mm. Oh man, we don't have any ghosts. No, no I ghosts. I wish the show had a ghost. I ain't scared of no ghosts. 
Uh, yeah. So no, no update for bingo for me on this mm. one. A rare occasion where there's nothing, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Um. Cool. Okay, that's that. We don't do recommendations in the middle of all of stuff of this stuff. We only do it at the mm-hmm. beginning and the end of watching these shows. Um. So Melissa, do you want to fill us in on what we will be doing next week? Yeah, next week we are watching a show on Netflix. Let me double check what it is called. Select my own profile. Select the search button. Uh, I never sign into Netflix on my computer. Uh, It's called Kantaro, the Sweet Tooth Salary Man. This is a live-action Japanese uh, <laughs> comedy series on Netflix. Uh, I think it's like, uh, what, like eight episodes? Eight or ten. It's not very long. And it is... Cool. Oof. Yeah, it is uh, ten, like, kind of half-hour-ish episodes. And it is about a, a salary man, a guy who works in the publishing industry in uh, Japan. He travels around on these client visits. He's a very serious company man. But secretly, he loves sweets. He loves desserts. And after all of these client calls, he, like, goes out to a local cafe and, like, eats some decadent dessert and, like, photographs it for a a blog. And he's like, nobody can ever learn my secret. Nobody's going to take me seriously if they find out I'm super into pastries. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Yeah, yeah, this will be the perfect palate cleanser between two seasons of Dark. Yes, absolutely. This is just going to be pure joy and yeah. comedy and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, uh, as we just deci- decided uh, in two weeks, we will cover the third and final season of Dark. Uh, so next week, it's Kentaro and what was it? The salary Ken- man? Kentaro. Kantaro, K-A-N-T-A-R-O, Kantaro, the Sweet Tooth Salary Man. The Sweet Tooth Salary Man. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to all of that. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's what we'll be up to next week. Melissa, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Our latest episode is on the Nick Jr. cartoon Rupert, which is just like a wholesome, like, it's very big Paddington bear vibes. It is about like a little polar bear boy who's wearing like plaid trousers and a scarf and he goes on like little adventures. It's really pleasant. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> cool uh if you if you guys want to stay up to date with me i'm at yo kyle springer on twitter and if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the whatnots we are at the whatnots on twitter so please go like share subscribe you guys know the deal with all of that stuff uh and yeah we would appreciate it a lot if you guys could go do all of that but with that this has been number 163 of the whatnots review show we will see you all next time bye Bye.